Hey, are you a business owner, entrepreneur, or professional? If so, we want you to apply to be a featured guest on our show. My name is Adam Torres, and I host the Mission Matters series of podcasts. I've recorded over 3,000 episodes, and we are just getting started. How do you know if you'd be a good guest to be on the show? Well, only one way to find out, and that's to apply, but I'm going to let you in on a little secret. We want guests that have a story to tell, guests with a brand, a product, or a service that can benefit my audience of listeners. If this sounds like you, go to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. I'd love to talk to you and get to know more about your story. Again, head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to, per- to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Gold Dar Hood on the line, and she is founder and CEO over at As for Earth. Gold, welcome to the show. Hi, Adam. Thank you for having me. All right, Gold, so excited to learn more about As for Earth and uh, what you're doing and, and really the, um, the, you know, the mission behind it. And I guess let's, just to get us started, let's start with a signature question that we start all our shows with. Um, so, Gold, we at Mission Matters, we amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. So that's our mission here. Gold, what mission matters to you? Yes. So I, like I think many of us, grew up hearing that's too complicated to be solved when it came to really big problems. And unfortunately, it looks like the older that we get, the more it looks like there are some really big problems we kind of don't have a choice but to solve. And so I've really made it my life's mission to break down some of these really complicated questions um, by putting in the time and, and create actionable solutions out of them. And So for me, that's become even more poignant in a post-pandemic world because I think this is really the time when we realize that the world actually kind of can change on a dime and we need to figure out a way to make it change on a dime for the better. Fantastic. Um, And I appreciate you sharing your mission and love bringing mission-based entrepreneurs on the line. Um, So let's let's just get started. So tell us more about what you're doing over at Ads for Earth. We are disrupting a few different sectors simultaneously to tackle this big problem around what are we doing with the planet? How is that going to be livable for future generations? The goal is to bring together companies and individuals and nonprofits to do the pieces of this that they need to do in a way where the connective tissue moves everything in the right direction. So the vehicle that I chose for that is technically a social media platform because I think we've all gotten a little too comfortable, if anything, having social media companies have a tremendous amount of influence over the direction that we're moving. So the idea here is, uh, much like my earlier comment, what if that direction was subtly moving us to the good? So what happens is on the platform, all advertisements are voluntary. And what we're looking for is for people to become the influencers of companies, which when you think about it, is really how marketing is actually supposed to work. It's supposed to be companies figuring out how to better service their customers, not creating markets for themselves. And so 
when we do that and we create a space for individuals to influence companies, we're both helping that company really get better and more resilient because we're providing them better actionable data. But we're also allowing the individual to push that company in a direction that they think of as a better world, a more just world, a greener world. And all the, or at least the vast majority, 80% of the money that's generated from that interaction goes at the behest of an individual to an environmental nonprofit. So you get to pick as an individual on the platform, I want the three minutes that I spend on this platform to make my air cleaner or to make this river, you know, better for the aquatic life that's there. And so you get this immediate gratification impact that you actually can do something that matters, that's small, that stacks up to have a really, really big impact. And so it really kind of flips the conversation on what an individual's responsibility is and what a company can do. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, what a what a great idea. And I mean, you can you can just like logically see how this would work over time as it scales and it and it gets bigger. Um, what kind of response have you received so far? It's been really positive. Um, obviously, for nonprofits, this is tremendously impactful because we chose a social media vehicle for a reason, right? There's a huge amount of money that flows through digital ads and marketing, and this is moving that away from income inequality sources and into impact work. So that's an easy sell, as you might imagine. Um, for the companies, that's where the response has been screamingly positive, and that's beautiful to see, as I think a lot of businesses have recognized that the sustainable transition is now clearly inevitable, but it's judged and perceived as being very risky because nobody really knows what they're supposed to do. And this platform really gives a lot of clarity to the business people that exist in every company who really want to do the right thing. And we're really here to enable them. And then for individuals, it's exactly what we want to see. The response has been wonderful. We've got a huge amount of traction that has picked up in the educational sector where schools have really wanted to work with us. And we have a big focus on enabling education and young entrepreneurship as well within these sectors. Um, and uh, we now have the option um, that we want to make good on to reach 50,000 schools in the fall to make this available to students and to their parents to do fundraising and to make better purchasing decisions for their families and their futures. Mm, that's amazing. So, I mean, how can small and mid-sized businesses, I mean, get the time, expertise, and like the resources just to prioritize making changes in general? Because obviously we want to do it, but like, um, like, how do they do it? Yeah. Um, so I come from an engineering and MBA backgrounds, and I really think that this is one of the most underappreciated problems of why, you know, people aren't always fixing these issues at businesses. Um, from the perspective of a small business owner, especially, and also, you know, a medium enterprise owner, you don't really have the resources to say, you know, I know we have an issue here, but we don't have anybody who has the in-house expertise of this particular branch of science, right? But we're going to hire some Somebody spend that money and then all of this time internally to try and find this proposal. And based on what? Like you have constant things you're actually being asked to do by your customers, by your employees, and those matter too. And so figuring out what to action and where to prioritize it and where to pull the expertise from genuinely is, I think, an almost insurmountable barrier that prevents us from addressing a lot of these ESG issues. So one of the things that the platform does is we um, eliminate this question around 
um, popular opinion. So instead of creating like an arbitrary review system for companies of we think you're green or we think you're not, I also spend some time in education. And I know it's really important that if you want someone or something in the case of an organization to improve, you need to make it really clear to them what you want from them and you need to give them a path to reach it. And so what we do in the platform is if an individual is looking at an ad and they're like, man, I don't know about this business. I'm surprised to see them on here. I think that they have this issue. We ask them, why? What have you heard or read? Where did it come from? So we'll actually ask them for a link to that. So maybe they'll give us a link to one of your podcasts or to a New York Times article or whatever it is that inspired them to be concerned about this company. And we aggregate that data. So we know, does one person have this problem? Do 5 million people have this problem? Does it come from the same source, different sources? And then what's happening is we're leveraging this amazing ecosystem that we're created that goes out to STEM academic faculty, peer impact CEOs, investment stewardship groups like As You So. We send them this information that's like, people are concerned. Here's the data or the sources behind that concern. Is this a real problem? If it is, what can this business actually meaningfully do to fix that problem? And they'll submit that back to us as a recommendation. And we then pass it along to the business in this nice little packaged business case form that says, start, stop a specific behavior tailored to your business operations. Here's the expert reason of why. And here are the demographics of your own stakeholders that care that you do this. And that really makes a difference because we're taking all that work out of the equation for them. We're not doing it on an arbitrary basis and we're not even doing it on a specific scientific agenda. We're doing actual stakeholder driven um, legwork for a business so that all they need to worry about is the implementation. Wow, no, that, that's quite a um, it's quite a package. And so, like, let's say that we can successfully approve. Like, how do you? And I get what you're doing in terms of like reaching out and the marketing side of things. But how do you get like customers to just take notice? Like, so that it, it that over time, obviously, this isn't going to happen overnight. But like over time, so that it can impact someone's bottom line. Yes, I think this is another really important factor. So I was actually at BlackRock prior to starting this company. Um, I've done a, a whole patchwork of things in, in my previous career, and it really alarmed me. And one of the reasons I chose marketing as a key to unlocking the sustainability issue was because when I sat down and looked at the data from a financial perspective, what I noticed was that it was more profitable for a company to tell you they did the right thing than to actually expend the money and the effort to do the right thing. And as long as that is true, we, we do have a problem. Um, so it was really important to not just fix issues, but to provide a financial incentive to do so. And so what we do at the end of that process I mentioned is if a company fixes the problem, the underlying issue, we will send a direct message through the platform or email, whatever form of communication they provided to every single person who filed a concern that led to that action business case to say they listened celebrate the success, click through, find out what they did so we can all move on to the next problem together. And so in addition to tracking that data and feeding that into the financial sector and doing other things that can help it more directly affect stock price, we also will serve as a trusted communication mechanism to reach directly back out to customers and say, hey, 
you filing this, however long ago that was, really has now resulted in world world change. And here's what it is. And that is extremely powerful. We actually know from the hospitality and tourism industry that the best way to have 100% customer satisfaction is actually not to never have a problem. It's to have a problem and fix it. Because it turns out that psychologically, that's what people need. It's not the security of knowing they've always had a perfect experience, but the surety of knowing that you will address it. It's not that people want their businesses to be perfect. It's that they want to see them get better with them. And we can give that to a business. And that also creates a very interesting environment where it's actually in a best business's best interest if all of their customers are on the fourth platform, because then we are serving as an independent intermediary to help them maintain and build that customer trust and lifetime value and reduce their, uh, their customer attrition as well. And so it's a really, really unique way of managing this problem that's incredibly low risk and high reward. That's amazing. So, Gold, um, I know we just scratched the surface on this topic, but we're about out of, out of um, time for today's episode. That being said, I do want to give the audience um, the opportunity to follow up and to learn more and to engage. So what's the best way for people to uh, connect with Ads for Earth and your team? Absolutely. We'd love to hear from you. Feel free to visit the fourearthapp.com website. You can find information on there about how to get involved with the application, which is available on cross-platform, or to work with one of our schools of the pitch competition, including as a mentor, given the audience of this show. Um, or feel free to drop a note directly to my team at uh, info at adsforearth.com, and we'd love to hear from you. Fantastic. Well, Gold, um, again, appreciate you coming on the show today. And to the audience, as always, um, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. Hope you learned a lot. If you did, don't forget, hit that subscribe button. We definitely want you to be a return listener and a return visitor. And Gold, thanks again for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time, Adam.